Money FM 89.3, best of workday afternoon. The Soul of Business with Clarissa Montero on Money FM 89.3. Good afternoon and welcome to The Soul of Business on Money FM 89.3. I'm Clarissa Montero for the Workday Afternoon. On the phone with me, David Young, founder of Green Monday and OmniMeet. David, welcome to the show. Well, thank you for having me. It is absolutely our pleasure. This is a conversation I am really looking forward to. I am a fallen off the wagon former vegan. (laughs) This is quite exciting. So let's jump right in. Tell us about the new Omni. (laughs) <laughs> well, the new Omni, we just had a launch event about 10 days ago mm-hmm. to launch our two new products. And I think both are highly relevant to everyone in Asia, you know, Hong Kong, Southeast Asia. The first one is the luncheon meat, you know, something that I think a lot of Asian people have just deep craving for. And now we have a vegan version, one that is plant-based and is guilt-free. And the other one is the that we use a lot in, you know, stir-fry dishes, noodles, etc. Mm-hmm. So now the whole Omni meat family has the mince, the strip, and the luncheon meat. And they become extremely versatile ingredients that meat lovers and vegans can all enjoy. That's actually really interesting to me because... Like I said at the start of the interview, I was vegan. I fell off the wagon because there just weren't a lot of options for us. And salads kind of got boring after a while. Now I I am a meat eater again. And it's hard for me to think of meat alternatives that are so good that I would choose the alternative over the actual product. And you're right about luncheon meat. It is a comfort food for a lot of us here in Asia. So how good does it taste? Well, I mean, based on the response from everyone that has tasted so far, I mean, it is overwhelmingly positive. People are shocked, they're in disbelief, and they are so happy to find a guilt-free version. Now, first of all, I guess for the meat eaters, I mean, number one. Now, everyone knows that processed meat and luncheon meat is the top of that. Mm-hmm. It's on the top of that list. It is not healthy. <laughs> In fact, um, it is classified as unhealthy. is a is an understatement. <laughs> True, I, it is classified as uh, you know class one carcinogenic by World Health Organization, and it is high sodium, high fats, high everything, cholesterol, and carcinogenic. So, even for people who are meat eaters and they have deep craving for it, they reduce their consumption to the minimum because they know that this is not good for them. So now all of a sudden there's a version that is, you know, no cholesterol, no hormones, no antibiotics, basically a diet version. We are about 60, 70 percent lower in sodium, 50 percent lower in calories and fats. I mean, think of it as diet luncheon meats, you know. And it tastes equally good. I mean, it's almost like a dream come true. It so would for be the a meat dream lovers, come true. This is, a, this is, you know, just incredible. And then for the vegans, they haven't eaten this for, you know, however long they've been vegan. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, they get to retaste or have a reunion with their favorite comfort food. Is I mean, to them, it's like the best invention in the world. (laughs) I would say, you know, like I said, because there were so few options for me when I was vegan, I would have dreams about having a luncheon meat sandwich. (laughs) 
or a dreams I, of having a steak. I gotta say, like for you know, and this applies to people in you know Korea, Japan, China, Hong Kong, Singapore. You know, like in Hong Kong, for example, we have Cha Chan Tang, which mm-hmm. is our local you know diners. Right. And I think for normal, we have a number. We like sixty nine percent of Hong Kongers at least eat lunch and meat once a month, at least. Okay, 69%. In Korea, it's actually 78% people eat lunch and meat at least once a month. So, and in our case, we eat it for breakfast, for lunch, and even for like right before we go to sleep, like before you go to bed and you're a little bit hungry, this is like the ultimate guilty food. It's your snack, that yes. People would cook instant, midnight, midnight snack that they cook instant noodles with lunch and meat. It's Absolutely. the most evil, <laughs> it's the most, evil combination <laughs> but it's kind of like when people are like i don't know midnight and they feel like uh you know they need whether they they, they work too late or whatever but this is like the you know the guilty pleasure this is a guilty pleasure so i got news so for now, you david it's, it's the same in singapore away. we will i mean this is <laughs> asap I and mean, we are getting interest from lots of people I can't wait to Singapore, see it in Singapore. Course, yeah. I, I really I have to tell you, I can't wait to see it in Singapore because what you described is my late nights quite often. Oh, I really need my bowl of instant soupy noodles with lunch and meat. Yeah, I mean, I mean, when we were doing R&D in our pipeline, I mean, out of many things that, you know, we could think of creating, I guess you can, a part of it is just pure numbers. We know, you know, globally, we are talking about uh, almost 400,000 tons of luncheon meats consumed per year, and 40% of that consumption is in Asia. So basically, I mean, Asia is number one in terms of region or continent for luncheon meats. Right. And so on one hand, it's just pure numbers and consumption data. But on the other hand, is all the personal stories from people about how they crave, just like what you said, you know, late night, guilty, pleasure, and you are not the only one. Like a lot of people, this is like their childhood memory, and they have such emotional attachment to it. So, so we are very glad that finally we make it happen. And indeed, it is, you know, for anyone who has tasted so far, they are just blown away. We are speaking with David Young, founder of Green Monday and Omni Meats. Okay, now, lunch and meat, obviously, it's a pork product alternative. How far away do you think research or whether you or someone else is from, say, bacon? I definitely know that there are a lot of companies, a lot of scientists and experts are working, working on it. And, you know, I think within the next, you know, 12 to 18 months, with all the resources and all the talents that are in the industry, you know, all over the world, there are many exciting startups in Asia now who are also in this, in this space. And to me, this is very exciting because all these great products are helping to solve a huge problem that we all face. And that is the global you know, climate change problem, our food security and food safety crisis. And then, of course, the latest is pandemic. You know, whether it's called plant-based bacon, plant-based luncheon meat, plant-based burger, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, the more options there are, not just the meat alternative, but also dairy alternative. But the more options there are, I mean, it just, you know, we can all collaborate and combine effort to solve the huge problem that our entire humanity is facing. Let's talk about that huge problem that you're talking about. A lot of us, I think here the timing is right. A lot of us now are more interested in the environment 
and what we can do to save it. Give us some real numbers. How will switching to a more plant-based meat alternative diet help our environment? Now, a lot of, I mean, I hope more people have read about it, particularly this year. So meat and dairy is actually one of the biggest reasons for carbon footprint, accountable for about 15%. Mm -hmm. So it actually produces more greenhouse gas than all transportation combined. Okay, so when we talk about low-carbon lifestyle and people think about using public transportation and you know, driving a clean energy car and things like that, but actually relative to simply eating less meat or reducing meat completely, meat consumption reduction is actually the most effective and is something that also benefits our own health. So number one, from a sustainability standpoint, we're talking about very significant carbon reduction. Mm-hmm. The other two aspects are one is water saving, and the other is uh, land use efficiency or, or land saving too, because we need to have so we need so much land to grow the food or the crops to feed the animals, and the animals of course also need land for you know raising them and slaughterhouses and everything. It is a very inefficient, a low productivity way to produce protein or calories for human consumption. So simply by switching to plant-based alternative, we easily are talking about 10 times or even 30, 50 times savings in terms of water and in terms of land. Now, and then finally about our own health is 75% of infectious diseases come from animals. They are transmitted from animals to human beings. So of course, the latest is you know coronavirus. Mm-hmm. But as I said in numerous interviews, I said, Sadly, coronavirus is not the first and won't be the last unless we really overhaul you know, our food system and change the way we eat. So when we look at plant-based alternatives nowadays, it really isn't about we're not trying to push people or you know, convert people to say you must be a full-time vegan. But simply by reducing meat consumption, it's good for the earth good for, you know, obviously your own health, good for animals, good for sustainability, good for future generations. It's just a win, 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 win across the board. And that's why I think by now, 2020, we are seeing a mega change or a mega tipping point. We're speaking with David Young, founder of Green Monday and OmniMeats. Now, you brought it up, better for our health. Let's talk about the flexitarian diets and the nutritional benefits of a plant-based diet. Now, What's in it for yeah. us? Now, first of all, nowadays, most people are not suffering from malnutrition or undernutrition. We're actually over- suffering from overnutrition. Right. So uh, high cholesterol, high fat, you know, and all these, you know, modern day health problems, which come from our kind of very careless or sometimes even reckless way of eating. Now, by simply switching to plant-based, I mean, these are from, you know, medical experts and from dietitians is we significantly lower our chance of getting heart disease, diabetes, you know, and all sorts of health problems, plus and cancer. Nowadays, you know, breast cancer, colon cancer, these are among the top cancer killers in most developed countries. And that is directly associated with the consumption of meats and dairy, particularly processed meat. So simply by reducing meat consumption that helps, that lowers the risk. Now, on the other hand, these plant alternatives, plant-based alternatives, these are all rich in the nutrition we need. So whether that is protein, calcium, iron, etc. So for what we need, 
they enhance, and for what we don't want, they reduce or completely eliminate. So even if we purely look at it from a nu- from a nutrition standpoint, this is now much better way to eat. Of course, along with other vegetables and fruits such as kale, quinoa, you know, avocado, beetroot, etc. So you know, basically adopting a balanced plant-based diet is you know now the very wholesome way of eating. Again, even if people are not completely vegan, but mostly plant-based is the way to go. All right. Now, we are Money FM 89.3, so I have to ask this question. What about the cost to the consumer? Is it going to cost us more to eat better while we're saving the environment? Now, for most of these new products and companies, because at the early stage, they don't have economy of scale yet. So just like any products for that matter, at the beginning, it was much more expensive, like, you know, cell phones, smartphones, computers, you name them. At the early, early days, they were super expensive, but then they come down dramatically. Same can be said for plant-based products. We can see, and organic produce too. Even five or 10 years ago, I mean, the cost and price of these products were significantly higher than they are today. In Hong Kong, for example, if you are purchasing Omni Meats, it is already lower than pork. There are a lot of people, because of African swine fever, uh, pork price has skyrocketed over the last 18 months. And Omni Meats is already cheaper than real pork. So a lot of people are switching for you know, all the reasons I mentioned earlier, plus it is actually more affordable. So we see a lot of room. And, and again, not just for us, but I say that on behalf, you know, for a lot of other companies too, is there's a lot of room for price reduction to get to the point that this is something that also from a price standpoint, is going to be a win for the consumers. Okay, that's good news for the consumers. Now, before I let you go, you have been recognized and you were presented with the Social Entrepreneur of the Year Award by the World Economic Forum and Schwab Foundation. What did that mean to you? What do awards like this mean to you? It was a very humbling experience. I was at dinner and on the panel next to Al Gore. Oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah. And he was, you know, 16, 15 years ago when I watched Inconvenient Truth. It opened Uh, your mind? There's no doubt. I mean, I I said to him, and I say this to everyone, is that that was one major moment that I said, you know, we, we got to do something. I mean, this is a world crisis. And so to, to sit and to speak next to him, to be on the same panel, and of course to receive this award from WEF, personally it was extremely humbling. But at the same time, it, it is also very empowering because we know that we are on the right track. We, we know that we are working on something very important for, you know, humanity on the planet. So, and of course, you know, from Asia to champion this, it's just, I guess it's just even more rewarding and gratifying. So what's next for Omnimates for Green Monday? (laughs) (laughs) Well, every day, you know, we are, whatever it takes, you know, whatever it takes to move the needle, you know, collaboration, innovation, education, you name them. We are mission-driven. Every single day, every single moment, we are only thinking about how we can, you know, do our best to move the needle and hopefully, you know, create a healthier, more sustainable world and more humane world. So, and we're just so happy to see that, you know, particularly the last 12 to 18 months, the momentum globally is definitely gaining steam. We are seeing accelerated momentum and uh, more and more innovation everywhere in the world. So 
just keep that going. And, you know, of course, you know, opportunities like this to share this with more people globally. These are these are things that we work on day in, day out. We've been speaking with David Young, founder of Green Monday and Omnimeet on the soul of business. David, thank you so much for giving us the time. No, thank you. Thank you for having me. This is Money FM 89.3, Singapore's most influential radio station. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.